This is episode 50 of Kicker and the Waterboy, a sports podcast that will never settle for a tie. Here we go. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 50. Thank you very much for tuning in, and we hope you all had a wonderful New Year's. Yep, he is Evan the Kicker, I am Ryan the Waterboy, and episode 50, the big 5-0. I mean, you think that we would know like <laughs> what we're doing by now. But I completely forgot to bring in a glass of water for this episode. So, no, we don't know what we're doing. At least not me. (laughs) I know it's gone by so quickly. I'd like to say I'm a better podcaster now than I was then. Not sure I can say that, though. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was listening to episode one like a little while ago. We've come a long way. I personally think we've gotten better. But, of course, that is not up to us to decide. So, uh Well, for anyone who is stuck with us from episode one all the way to episode 50, well, first off, thank you. Second off, really, do you have nothing better to do with your time? We're not that good. (laughs) But uh, but truly, thank you for uh, for listening to our um, all of our episodes. And uh, if you're a new guest, uh, welcome to the show. Absolutely. Let's jump right into it with our playoff football, uh, some game analysis and we'll Take some picks as well. Let's start with the game going on right as we're recording. The number five Las Vegas Raiders at the four seed Cincinnati Bengals. Ryan, what are your thoughts on the game so far? Mm-hmm. Yeah, eight minutes to go. The Bengals currently hold a seven-point lead. Uh, this is not a great first game for the NFL. The play has been good, but the problem is officiating is the storyline, and that's not what you want. You know, going into uh, thirteen playoff games. Um, like there was a uh, touchdown that the league has announced should not have counted, but has counted. And uh, as I just mentioned, the Bengals are currently up seven points. So I don't know. It's a very not a great start in terms of officiating, but good game. Good game play. <clears throat> That's good. Yeah. Seems like I haven't really paid much attention, but if the Bengals are winning, either A, the Bengals O-line's been protecting Burrow well, or B, Burrow's just been balling mm-hmm. <laughs> and making guys guys miss. So kudos to them. I personally would love to see the Bengals go far. I think their ceiling's making the Super Bowl, honestly. Mm-hmm. Well, I certainly hope they end the curse. Um, I, I picked Vegas to win this game. I have no problem with either team winning, but... Uh... But yeah, hopefully the uh, refereeing does not have any more of an impact in the final eight minutes. We'll keep our eye on that one as we go. Absolutely. Let's move on now to the next <clears throat> AFC wildcard game. The number or six seed New England Patriots visiting the third seed Buffalo Bills. And temperatures will be in the single digits with wind chill below zero, I think. My goodness. I mean... There's something about Buffalo. We've had uh, the wind game there when last time they played New England. We had a snow game there like a week or two ago. Uh, now it's going to be feeling like below zero. Man, if I would, uh, I'd suggest putting a dome over that or just building a new indoor stadium. But uh, let's see. The weather, man, it's going to have a huge impact tonight, I think. Yeah, I think that... If it's not windy, it won't. There won't be a huge impact. But if it's windy, that'll make a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, both teams. I feel like they kind of 
just dragged themselves into the playoffs in the sense that they didn't end the season super strong. Um, honestly, I'm gonna have to go with probably the Patriots here. Honestly, mm-hmm. let's see. I agree with you on the uh, like both teams not in their prime form. Uh, the Bills they've rattled off a couple wins in a row at the end of the season, but they haven't really looked convincing. Um, I think both these teams had like their best stretch of the season like in the middle of the year, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out tonight. Um, I'm going to go with Buffalo in this one. Um, again, very weird, but it's because of the weather. Um, I think that uh, Mac Jones has had less time playing in the cold weather in uh, Buffalo than Josh Allen. So because of that, I will give the advantage to the home team, Buffalo Bills, to uh, come, o- come away with the win and go to, uh, well, go on to the next round. Right. That's a good point. You know, Mac Jones coming from Bama. Um, he's from Florida, I think. Not super used to playing in the cold. Um, I don't know. I just I find it kind of like with Tom Brady. I just find it so hard to count out Belichick in the playoffs. Um, so that's really why I'm going with them. Mm-hmm. Good point. Uh, so we'll move on to the Sunday slate of games starting in the aforementioned Florida. It is Tampa Bay, the two seed, playing host to Philadelphia. And uh, weather might have an impact here as well. Yeah, it's supposed to be rainy and windy. I, th- I think a lot of people have a good feeling on the way this game will go. Do you think there's a world in which and where the Eagles shock everyone and win this game i think they've looked really good in this second half of the season as opposed to tampa bay who i mean they've looked good but they've also lost a lot of weapons i think the uh the biggest advantage the eagles have is that they have no expectations they're playing with house money right now no one thought they would make the playoffs especially in a first year uh head coach nick sirianni um there's jalen hurts who going into the season people weren't sure if he was even going to be the quarterback for the rest of the season. So, uh, again, no expectations uh, going up against a team uh, in Tampa Bay that, you know, has not had a great stretch to end the year. Uh, I say it's possible that uh, Philadelphia comes away with an upset. Yeah, I agree. I do see a world in which Philadelphia wins. Like you said, just going into the game, I think they have the mentality, exactly like you said, we have nothing to lose here. I would also say the Tampa Bay run defense is pretty bad. I think if the Eagles can just keep pounding the rock and then have the ability to slow down Brady, it helps that they have so many receivers injured right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if they, if they can get a few stops, run the ball well, I can see a world in which the Eagles win. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about those receivers. There's no Chris Godwin due to an injury. There's no Antonio Brown due to something else. So that leaves the, uh, let's see, is, is there another injury? Or are those the two main uh, absences? I lost those are the two main ones. I couldn't mm-hmm. be wrong, though. Yeah, so that leaves Mike Evans and Rob Gronkowski as the main receiving threats. Yeah. So let's see. Could that catch up to the Bucks? maybe? My hesitancy is in that in Brady's last season with the Patriots, when they had no one, basically, 
they still went 12 and four. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, they went 12 and four. They just lost the, I think their first playoff game. But Brady's ability to incorporate all the pieces around him well and get everyone involved is a large reason why I think he's won so much and so often. But there does come a point where it is a team game, and we do have to remember Patriots did lose that first playoff game. And so it may, may catch up to them this game or next game, but I think at some point having so many receivers out um, will be a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with you on, like, I think the, uh, like like you said, uh, Tom Brady, he's great at getting everyone involved. That's part of what makes him probably the best quarterback of all time, uh, being able to work with what he's got. Um, so Mike Evans, uh, see, very good receiver. So so he definitely has that going for him. So hopefully he can make everything else work as well. Um, but yeah, uh, what's your game pick for this one? Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to say the Buccaneers win this game by 10 points. I think that will be the, the differential there. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I mean, Philadelphia, they definitely can do it. Um, but I'm going to stick with my, uh, you know, thoughts on the seven seeds in the playoffs and that they really don't <laughs> belong there. Um, so I agree. Tampa Bay, uh, not a super close game. Let's move on now to our next game. The third seed Dallas Cowboys are hosting the sixth seed San Francisco 49ers. Why is this Dallas team different than any of the other ones? Yeah, so Dallas, uh, they have not had a lot of playoff success since the uh, 1990s, or well, relatively, won a, winning a Super Bowl and stuff. They've not done that for over, uh, well, going on 30 years now. But uh, part of what makes this team different than some of the others is just how explosive their offense has been. Um, Like they put up 50 points in uh, two out of three weeks uh, to close out the season. So if you get uh, if you get that good Cowboys team, um, I think that can be very good as well. And then they have the uh, two stars on defense in uh, Trayvon Diggs and uh, Micah Parsons, who are both really made a name for themselves this season. If they can both, uh, you know, step up come playoff time and support the defense and the offense just goes off, this can be a, a very threatening Cowboys team. It's true. I think what makes them different is their defense for the most part. I think they've they've had the pieces on offense for a while, um, but I think this year's their defense is what's making them different. Specifically, Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Micah Parsons. I mean, I honestly forget he's still a rookie. <laughs> <laughs> like he could. He could, he's, I think he's in the running for defensive player of the year, honestly. And it's remarkable um, first year in the league. And then Trayvon Diggs just in, you know, being a lockdown corner for him and basically neutralizing whoever he's assigned to. And I, although on offense, I will say they seem to be clicking more than years past. Still don't have a run game. But... 
I think now that they're in the playoffs, they'll get together even more and be more explosive. Mm-hmm. Yep, so that's one side of the ball. Uh, what are your thoughts on the San Francisco 49ers? As long as Jimmy G is not throwing interceptions that make you kind of scratch your head, they're super tough to beat. I think it's always them that are beating themselves. And so, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um... What I think they're going to do is just like run the ball into the ground. They have a very good rushing attack. Um, and because of that, if they get a lead at some point, they're very hard to come back on. Uh, okay, well, it's not exactly true because the Chiefs did it in the Super Bowl. but, um, but <laughs> Different year. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's a new team. But uh, yeah, a very good running game. And because of that, it opens up the pass. Very like old school type of offense. Um so there is that. Uh, I think that they can do a good job of running out the clock should they get a lead. Um, just a thought. Do you think we'll see uh, Trey Lance at all during this game? Yes. I think Kyle Shanahan likes to play that like a surprise card. Mm-hmm. I think he has some stuff up his sleeve for Trey Lance. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see like if the uh, Niners go down and they need to throw the ball more. Do they trust Garoppolo? Do they... Uh, give it up for Trey Lance or do they let Debo Samuel just air it out (laughs) so taking all of those into account what are your picks for this game I think this is going to be the best game of the weekend Um, I will take the Cowboys Um, I do think the Niners are going to keep it really close Um, but I like the Cowboys in a uh, in a shootout type of game, maybe like a uh, I don't know thirty four thirty one type of score or something. But uh, yeah. I will take Dallas. I'm gonna say I'm gonna be bold and say the Niners. I also think it'll be a shootout, but they're gonna win very closely by three or less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, very good stuff. Um, the Sunday night football primetime game, it will be Kansas City versus Pittsburgh. In theory, this is the most predictable game of the weekend. Uh, why, why is that wrong? What do you think? Yeah, I'm trying to find scenarios in which the Steelers win this game. I guess the team maybe just rallying around Big Ben. <laughs> And saying, like, listen, we want to keep this guy playing for as long as possible. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, the last time, just in the recent history, last time these two teams played, Kansas City won 36-10. And that seemed a lot lot closer than how it felt. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, in the playoffs, it's really a whole new season in anyone's game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no. Statistically, Pittsburgh has no business being in this game. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think this is Pittsburgh. Maybe this was a different team. I think they're minus sixty-five for a point differential. <laughs> I, I could be wrong on that, but uh, in any case, like I don't know, they really have no business being in here. But. This has been the weirdest, uh, most even NFL season that I think I can remember where anyone can get the win. Um, 
see, they do have Juju Smith-Schuster coming back for a receiving weapon. Uh, I do think that um, if Najee Harris has a big game, uh, this could uh, you know take some of the weight off Big Ben's shoulders and stuff like that. And like you mentioned, that 26-point loss, since that's so recent, maybe they've like learned something from that. They can watch the film and adjust some things. I'm kind of reaching here, honestly. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'd love to see it happen, though, honestly. So, all that being said, who do you think's winning this game and by how much? Hmm. I'm going to take the Chiefs. Uh, let's see. I will say that it's closer than people think. Uh, maybe like a, you know, 7-10 to 10 point game. Um, but really, the Chiefs defense, it's been too good right now. Um yeah. They've uh let's see, I had I had a stat from a couple of weeks ago where they allowed fourteen points or less in like five of their last six games. So uh I uh I'm I've been very impressed with them and like their defense that was partially a reason that they lost the Super Bowl last uh last year also, um offensive line play. But the fact that their defense has stepped up, it's uh See, I think that elevates them to the level of contender. Pittsburgh is not on the level of contender. But it has been such a weird year. Anything can happen. Yeah, I agree. I think the Chiefs are winning. Probably not could be as much of a blowout as people think it is. I'm going to say. Still like still double digits, maybe 10, 11 points. Mm-hmm. They're winning by. Yep, so that brings us to the last game. Uh, it'll be on Monday night. First off, what do you think about that as it will be the Cardinals and the Rams doing battle? What do you think about a Monday night playoff game? I really like the idea, honestly. I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but all the Monday night yeah, it was yes, yeah, Monday night football games this year. They all rocked. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm confusing it with the Thursday night games. But I think it was the Monday night games that all of them seem to be super exciting. And it's more days that you can watch football, so very good I'm here point. For it. Yeah, uh, the main reason I don't like it is, um, let's see, I'm sure the league is planned for this, and whoever wins this game will probably play on Sunday. But uh, if you have to do a turnaround from Monday night <clears throat> to play on Saturday, that's just a really short yeah. turnaround in terms of like the, uh, especially in the playoffs and stuff. So hopefully the league is planned for that contingency, but. I mean, like you said, more nights with football equals uh, more fun. Absolutely. So it's the number five seed Arizona Cardinals at number four seed LA Rams. Two teams that I don't really trust a whole bunch, but one has to win. Um, so I guess it comes down to which offense do you trust more? Huh. That is a very good question. I... I would say that I trust the Rams' offense more just because the uh, Cardinals, uh, they had a three-game losing streak near the end of the year, lost four out of five to close the uh, close the season. And really, in the uh, NFL, it's not how you start, which they started great, but how you finish. And uh, yeah. so, uh, let's see. Part of that, that's due to an injury to DeAndre Hopkins, who will miss this first-round matchup for Arizona. Um, I'm going to take the, let's see, I guess I'm already going on to game pick, but I will say the uh, LA Rams win because their offense, I trust them more. 
I uh, I trust Matthew Stafford. I think he'll actually have a really big game. Um, yep. I, I could be wrong, of course, and truthfully, most of these predictions will be. But uh, <laughs> but I would say that he has a big game, and uh, it will be the Rams' offense that uh, that goes to town and gets the win. Yeah, I I trust the Rams. Excuse me, a lot more than the Cardinals, and it's really just because of one guy, Matt Stafford. Because this is really a big moment for him. You know, now he can't use, or he's not really using any excuse. But for his legacy, really, I mean, now that he's on a good team, he has a chance to step up and and lead them in the playoffs in a way that he hasn't really been able to do a whole lot in Detroit. And I think very highly of him, and think he will. He will step up and win this game for him. 